This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. writes to the church at Philippi and tells them that he is sending Timothy to them, hoping that he's going to be able to come later, but for now I'm sending Timothy. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul says concerning Timothy, I don't have anybody else like him. This young man is unique. What made him unique? Paul says everybody else is going to be more concerned with their own interests. Timothy will only be concerned with yours. God wants us to focus on the needs and interests of other people around us. In today's message, Pastor Robert encourages us to make an effort to minister to our neighbors, friends, and coworkers, people we come in contact with throughout the day. What can you do to make a difference in someone's life today? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I had a pastor tell me one time, believe it or not, you're going to be amazed by this one. Robert, you need to get a haircut. I actually had that much hair at that time. It was, it was bushy. It was just, you know, long. And, and, and he said, it's, it's going to hinder you with some men. It's going to hinder you in some circles. need to get a haircut. And I wrestled with that a little bit. Why? Because it, it had been an issue, and I think I've shared this with you before. When I was like 13 or 14 years old, my hair was, was real long, and I was refused entrance into a church basketball game because my hair was too long. And that was a major thing for me because there was a thunderstorm outside. I was about 30 miles from home. There's no ride. Where I lived, there, there weren't, you know, city buses and stuff like that. And, you know, if I'd called a cab, it probably would have come the next day, you know, kind of thing. But it was, it was a major issue. And so for me, it was an emotional issue. And I had to grapple with it, you know, and, and I had to come to grips with the fact that, wait a minute, this is not the same thing. This is a brother who cares about me, a brother who loves me, telling me, Robert, the bushy hair is going to get in the way. You need to be neat. You need to be neat. Now, that was a good word for me. I needed to hear that. Maybe I didn't need to go this extreme, but it all fell out. So Timothy got circumcised, not because of anything to do with his salvation. You understand? It had nothing to do with his relationship with God. It had to do with his ministry. Very different. Very different. So, he was circumcised. And he did go on. Timothy went on, by the way, to be quite an example of godliness. You know, Paul, Paul took him with him. He kept him with him for a good long while. When he wrote to the Corinthians at one point, he actually opens his letter, Paul and Timothy. 
that in and of itself. You know, can you imagine? Paul and Russ to the church at Corinth. You know, Paul and, and Joe to the church at Philippi or, or whatever. I mean, he's keeping good company, right? But it, it even gets better because when he writes to the church at Philippi and tells them that he is sending Timothy to them, hoping that he's going to be able to come later, but for now I'm sending Timothy. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul says concerning Timothy, I don't have anybody else like him. This young man is unique. What made him unique? Paul says everybody else is going to be more concerned with their own interests. Timothy will only be concerned with yours. That busted me. I have to tell you, this morning, this morning, that one convicted me. And here's why. Can I be really honest and transparent with you for just a minute here without you getting mad at me? This morning, I'm sitting in my chair, you know, having quiet time, praying about this, thinking about, you know, this, and just, just praying, praying, you know, for the, the services and for my message. And, you know, Lord, I just want to do a good job. God, help me to effectively present the message today. Let me, let me say what you want said. And the Lord convicted me concerning Timothy. Robert, what you really want is that I would keep you from embarrassing yourself in front of those people. And I realized, you're right. You're right. What I'm really worried about here, what, what my prayer is really about, what I'm really worried about is what they'll think of me. What I'm really worried about is that I, I do a good job in front of these people. You understand? And the Lord said, that's, that's not a prayer I can answer. I'm not worried about what you look like in front of people. I want you focused on what's happening in their lives. I want you focused on what I want to do in each one of them. I want you to be like Timothy. You realize he wants us all to be like Timothy? He wants each and every one of us as Christians, that same letter to the Philippians, he tells them, he's like, don't be so preoccupied with what you want, what you need, and your worries and your concerns. No, no, no. You need to start focusing on the needs and the interests of the people around you. Can you, will you, set aside your own preoccupations, your own worries, your own desires? and begin to pray for your coworkers, your family members, your neighbors, your friends, person sitting next to you. Actually think about and make it a deliberate effort on your part to know what they need, to know how you could be a blessing for them, you know, how you could pray for them, how how you could minister to them, how you might be able to make a difference in their life. Isn't that what we all want in a friend? I mean, don't you really want to know that there's somebody in your life that when things aren't going well, you can pick up the phone and call them up and say, hey, you know what, I just, could we just maybe get a cup of coffee or something? I just don't want to be alone right now. Or I just need somebody to talk to. Or, I, need, I need to kick this thing. And they're not going to respond with some self-centered whatever. You know, there's, there's one person that I call not very often. 
Now, just so you know, they're not in this church. They don't even live in this state. All right? And I know this person loves me. No doubt about it. Known them my whole life. But here's the thing. I stopped calling very often for one simple reason. Almost every time I call, there's a self-centered focus on the other end of the line. I may call in a moment of pain. And this is really when you know I realized, okay, I, this is not working out real well because I needed a friend. I needed somebody to listen. I was going through a time of real agony and pain. And I called, and what I got from the other person was, oh, yeah, that's hard. But you know what happened to me the other day? And it was all about them. It was all about their thing. And, and I began to realize this is a pattern. This is, there's a self-centered pattern here. I, I, had a, I had a friend when I first became a Christian that I really thought a lot of and I've lost contact over the years. But, but I remember one time calling this person up and, and not, not doing great, you know, and just wanting to, as a you know, young single guy, just trying to stay pure and stay straight and, and, and walk with the Lord. And, but I was lonely. And I call this person up and I said, listen, I, there's, a, there's a special thing going on at this church over here. And I'd really like to go, but I don't want to go by myself. You know, we, let's go together. And I didn't say too much more than that. I didn't say, you know, I'm having a hard day today. I need company. And I, I'm a man. You know, you just don't do that. I'm, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> but the response that I got was, I can't do that. I have to iron my uniform tonight. And I'm thinking, you, you got to do what? I think I literally asked the question, you got to do what? I mean, my shirt and my pants, I got to iron my uniform. Guys, listen, we all want a friend that would drop everything and move heaven and earth to go to bat for us, right? The Bible says, if you want that, be that. Be that. In a relationship, whether it be a friendship, or a marriage, or a business partnership, a, a co-worker situation, an interesting thing happens in a relationship when you have two people who determine they're going to be that kind of friend. It's almost like a competition. Here, let me get that. No, 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 I got it, I got it. No, 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 come on, let me get it. Don't rob my blessing, man. Come on, I want to do that, right? And you have two people fighting over the check. Or you have two people fighting over the, you know, opening the door or taking out the trash or whatever the case may be. But what I'm talking about is that wonderful competition that occurs in a relationship where you have two people determined to be a blessing. It's a beautiful thing. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you'll find an archive of previous broadcasts, as well as a link to our Facebook page. Like our page to keep up to date on everything happening at Main Thing Radio, and add some encouragement to your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We're so blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $20 or more, we'll send you a copy of Philip Yancey's book, What's So Amazing About Grace? This book takes a deep look at what grace means at a practical level in the midst of the trials and triumphs faced by everyday people. 
Yancey explores tragic historical events and discusses how we can find and show grace. If you feel led to contribute or would like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.